You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick. Get to the flames, idiots. Yeah. Hockey, hockey. Puck, puck, puck. Words hurt sometimes. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. George is getting upset. Oh, Where man. has that little sexy minx been? <laughs> and Maddie Rose. Ho, oh, friends. Welcome aboard. Someone with my complexion. Yeah. And I got some local nuts notes for you as well. You got some local what? I can do it in like three tugs. You sure about that? We don't do that here. <laughs> That's Toronto Radio. This is Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, hi there. You're looking fine today. It's Monday. It's the big show live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Russick and Rose jam-packed show. Busy, busy show. Big-time guests. And we got some big-time prizes to give away. It's going to be a good week. Yes, sir. It's a good day. going to be a good week. Good day to be turning on the radio, driving into work, if I don't say so myself. It's always a good day for that. Uh-huh. Um, we're giving away uh, Heritage Classic tickets, which is awesome. A pair of tickets all week on our show. That's cool. Drive up to beautiful Edmonton. Tickets are expensive too, are they not? Yeah, that's well, it's not cheap for no, no, it's 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 an event. Twice cities like to have them. Exactly, it's a once in a lifetime. Well, twice in a lifetime if you're Edmonton. Yeah. Um. So we got tickets for that. That's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be a really fun, uh, fun day there. Hopefully, like I said, we talked about. I think you were away, but you might have been here. But the weather was good uh, around this time of year in Edmonton. So hopefully, it stays up. Not cold like the last time it was there. Yeah, it well, was. That's why they had them in October. <laughs> exactly. Move it up a month ahead time. of uh, where it was the last time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm still not going to rule anything out. No, no, no. You but, never do. You uh, never do. At the same time. And plus, here's the thing. Like George said, it's not easy to get tickets for this. No. Our tickets are probably better than the ones you're going to buy. Yo. Probably. 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 Yeah. Uh, we I'm got the- just saying. We got the right price. Ours ours cost you zero. Damn right. That's you the just best gotta price. be you just gotta be a little clever. Everybody knows. Always tastes better, feels better when it's free. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about the feeling better part. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I'm still going with it. Okay. I was thinking about golf. What were you thinking about? Mm. Um, we got lots to do today. Um. I guess that Mike Babcock story is a story. Uh, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that wow. later. Oh, okay. Uh, that, that, that escalated quickly. Um, Aaron Portsline, what timing for us? And I got him before he resigned, too. So, bam, that Port- was great. Ports, you probably knew, too. Or do you think he's like, ooh, that was. Well, we'll ask him. Yeah. But, kind of, but while had we're a chatting sense. right now, like, do you think he was like, mm, maybe I, think, I shouldn't have said yes to Calgary Radio? Or... What? Well, you know, I, I almost was like, hey, are you still good to come on? I never texted him back. He never texted me. So there you we'll go. Roll back. We're good. I didn't even poke the bear. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Aaron Ports flying on. Question to ask. Yeah. Uh, covers the jackets for the athletic. He'll join us. Uh, they have a head coach now who I've never heard of Pascal Vincent. Mm-hmm. Great. Patty knew him. Four Manitoba Moose guy. That's well, how like he... I was saying, I've never heard of him. He was AHL coach of the year. Oh, okay. At one time. Yeah. Um, Kevin Barker uh, from Blair and Barker are going to join us at 7 o'clock. Yeah, first oh, time. I don't think he's ever been on our show. He is not. So I'm excited. Like talking about Barker. Blue Jays all of a sudden. What what a weekend does. Doom and gloom going to miss the playoffs. Bam, in a playoff spot <laughs> after waxing the Red Sox. And, and a ton of help on the out-of-town scoreboard. Like, a ton of help. Like the yeah. Mariners like, could not have gone any better. No, Mar- it was perfect. The Mariners got hot at the wrong time. Yeah, baseball. Matt, Matt Chapman comes back. <laughs> hero. No problem. Baseball. Missed him. But now the Mariners get the athletics. But yeah, baseball. Yeah. Um, and Charles Davis. Uh, he was on the call of the Chiefs and Jags game. Mm-hmm. No big deal. And then we have him on our show. Yeah, there's some big wigs. Like we are a couple muckety mucks coming by today to uh, rub elbows. Like we are sure. so fortunate to have Charles Davis on our show every week. Like he's just an incredible mm-hmm. insider. Um, something happened. Well, first of all, I got a couple things to talk about this morning. Oh, good. You know, you know how six o'clock is like the freestyle out uh, half hour here. Yeah, warm up. There's really no direction. Mm-mm. If you're looking for like you know sports. Meh. Um, yeah, it's mostly just a few laps around half set of ice, a couple shots, trying yeah. to hit the net. Warmies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, 
made a little drive out on Saturday. I went to beautiful what? Drum Heller. Whoa. Oh, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, were you golfing with a big guy? I was. <laughs> I was golfing with gigantic John Bender. He golfed with a couple big guys this weekend. Oh, we had yeah. Cron on Friday. Yeah, you had oh, yeah. Cron on Friday and John Bender on Saturday. And uh, I visited the, uh, the dinosaur capital of the world. Nice. Yes, sir. I'm not going to lie. I saw a couple dinosaurs there. Like painted in, yeah. in the streets. Oh, yeah, they yeah. sure are painted. Uh, yep, yeah, that's lots true. of stores lot of with dinosaur paint. themes. There's. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the tallest, the world's biggest dinosaur? The I saw them. Did you go in them? No. Oh. And I yeah. saw and I saw the kids like climbing up and like staring out of the mouth. Yeah, yeah. They saw lean that. into it. Yeah, they do. And I played. Uh, shout out to Dinosaur Trail. Mm-hmm. Not, not a lot of tree cover out there. I so, will say- so tell me, because <laughs> everyone always says, okay, the first nine is like normal golf, and the back nine is like you're in the hoodoos, so it's chaos. I will say that that is far and away the most unique golf course huh. I've ever played in my entire life. The front nine, you're like, mm, that's cool. Uh, that's fine. Like, But then the back nine, you're like, where did this course come from? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? this is incredible. What is this? Yeah, and like you, he just hit one tiny little Aaron T shot. Bye, ball. See you. Bye, or it's gone forever. You can't go get it. Like I, if I won like the lottery, I would buy that golf course and I would make the entire eighteen in the hoodoos. I would. It feels like it's like a fantasy course on like PGA, like a video game. Yeah, like like, it's incredible. Like Like, the the pros would never go there, but it's kitschy and it's fun and it is no, it is target golf at its finest. You You have to hit. You got dinosaurs on the hole? Like, I didn't see Oh, that. you didn't see these guys? These two dinosaurs. <laughs> Where's, what hole is that at? I don't know. I've just gone the pictures. I'm just looking at the at the course. And there's it was incredible. a couple dinosaurs. Yeah, like I tar- target golf at its finest. Mm-hmm. Like you can't hit one. I, I stripe my drive on 10, mm-hmm. hit it dead straight. I don't know where it ended up. See ya. Bye. No, I like I literally hit it. De- we looked for it for 10 minutes. I go, <laughs> I hit this straight. <laughs> like it was straight. And I don't know, it must have hit something and just rolled off the cliff. <laughs> I don't know. It's Bye. Gone now. It was awesome though. Bye. Did you uh did you like put the driver away? Did you adjust to the in the, the, the terrain? last couple like, holes? Yeah. And then I heard there's rattlesnakes there. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah definitely. Like there's rattlesnakes in, in Alberta? Alberta? Yeah, southern yeah, Alberta, yeah. 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 Out in the prairies. Timber yeah. rattlers and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Uh it was an incredible experience. Yeah. Uh being in the quote Alberta desert. It was fun. Not a bad ride up there either. Yeah, no, it's a good uh, one. Dinosaur, saw, dinosaur trail, baby. I saw a lot of canola, yeah. barley, oh, yeah. and wheat. A lot of canola. Yeah. As far as the eye can see. There's yeah. harvesting coming up here. So imagine the drive to Edmonton is that times three, but you don't see any canola because it's or covered hoodoos. in snow. And no hoodoos. Yeah. Okay. Sold. That's why we'll fly to Edmonton if we're <laughs> going to the game. But <laughs> there's not even many valleys to drive through. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing I was thinking about. Because we went Saturday was beautiful, it was warm, it was mm. sunny. I just couldn't imagine driving out there when it's dark, snowy, and Mm-mm. cold. Yeah, it's not good. It's it's cold, miserable, uncomfortable. Never... Like you picked the word. No, it's, but it's yeah. no, but like it's 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 a very charming city, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. Like that golf course is. Oh, it's great when you go if, out in if the summer. If you... if you're one of those people's into hiking, unlike me, like <laughs> I'm sure that's fun to go do. Next time you got to go to the museum. It was right there. Royal Terrell. Next time you just a couple hours early, we'll wander around the museum. Okay, it's pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it it was very interesting. I got a real taste of Alberta on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was a fun time. A shout out to my man John Bender. Um, also, uh, something happened yesterday in the National Football League where <laughs> um, you know how they Lots have happened. Do you know how they have like the commercial about the script? Oh, it's like getting the NFL driven is really the ground. Le- leaning into it, like, oh yeah, could go get a, a ring. Ah, yeah, it's a script. Yeah. Nothing, nothing's ever scripted. I think I said it last Monday, but that's that ad is playing way too much. But um, if you saw the end of the Rams and Niners game, let me paint the picture with words for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matthew Stafford and the Rams <laughs> are, back door are driving. Oh yeah, <laughs> with no timeouts <laughs> oh, left. Okay. So the game closed. Listen to this. The game closed as the 49ers as seven and a half point favorites. Okay. That means for you to win your bet, if you bet San Francisco, they have to win by eight or more points. Okay. 
for those of you who don't know, which is fine. For some inexplicable reason, the Rams complete a pass on first down with no timeouts left. The time is ticking away. This game is over. They can't come back from 10 points down. All of a sudden, uh, Puka Nachua, who, by the way, is like <laughs> the greatest receiver of all the greatest time. Greatest receiver, literally. In the, he's, nobody's had better two games in the history nope. of the National Football League yeah, than Puka Nachua. He's got like 30 grabs and 300 yeah, he yards. Is like, now I'm like, maybe I should have maybe I should have blown my entire fab budget on this guy. Yeah. Because he's incredible. It yeah. makes sense now. Yeah, now I got Tutu Atwell last week. I, I feel got, like a fool. I got Tutu before the year two yeah. in one of these leagues. Tutu like, Atwell and Puka Nachua. Incredible names. Love them. So for some reason, um, so with the with the Rams down ten points, they complete a pass to Puka Nachua, who subsequently gets up to sprint. The referee, I couldn't tell you, ran to to set the ball because the Rams on second down, down ten points, as with four seconds to go, as the clock is expiring. With no timeouts left. This is with Fred Warner's kind of on top of uh, Nachua and Kent, and he's trying to, like, kill the clock. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, you got to get up. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the uh, and uh, and uh, with the Rams on the 21-yard line of San Francisco. Yeah. So why not just throw the ball into the end zone, right? Wait, 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 ball, you're not going to win either way. It's over. Yeah. No, you know what Sean McVay and the Rams do? They line up <laughs> to kick a field goal after Matt Stafford had to spike the ball. They ran to the middle, they spiked the ball to stop the clock, and then they kicked a field goal. There was Just let the time run out. There's four let the time run out. The game's over. What are you over. doing? The let game's it be. over. You're done. The game's Go over. Home. So Brett Maher steps up, kicks a 38-yard field goal. Game's so, over. So the Niners win by seven. Walk off, right? Instead of covering the point spread. There is no way you can convince me that Sean McVay didn't have money. He did not know what the spread was. 51 seconds ago. I don't believe for one second that Sean McVay didn't know what the point spread was. I'm not saying he made a bet on it. I'm just saying there's no way he didn't know what the spread was. Uh, Because you cannot convince me otherwise. No. Why on earth would they kick it? It's the Simpsons episode. Where Lisa goes, my favorite day ever in school was when they kicked a meaningless field goal to cover the spread. Yeah. That's what happened yesterday. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 They should have an investigation this morning. Oh, we're all worried about players, you know, smoking the the, the devil's lettuce. I don't think they're worried about it anymore. No, but, they're really but not. As you were. Oh, no, but watch. Oh, Calvin Ridley bets $1,500. Let's throw him in a dungeon for the next mm-hmm. year. Throw him in the hole. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> right? But Sean McVay sends out Brett Maher <laughs> with a meaningless 38-yard field goal with literally no time left. There is the, the win probability for the Rams at that point was zero. Yeah. It was impossible for them to come back and win that game. Yeah. They kick a field goal to cover the spread. Like, are you kidding me right now? I uh <laughs> no, I I I kind of put two like I saw that and I'm like. He's going to cover this on purpose. Yes. He's going to do this. And if you say, oh, well, they're working on special teams. (laughs) No, they're shut up. up. No, it was over. The game's done. The Niners are going to cover the spread. And said McVay with that S eating grin sends out Maher to cover the spread. (laughs) But here's there needs to be an investigation into this. The best net points in common games is the ninth tiebreaker between two clubs. So if it does get down to the end of the season and two teams happen to be tied, they would have to get down to the ninth tiebreaker before points plus minus matter. In the CFL, Dave Dickinson has done this before, where late in a game he has thrown touchdowns and field goals, but it's in a t- divisional game against an opponent you play three times where the point differential is your tiebreaker. There is n- no way that you Matt, can come to the podium and tell me, we're thinking about the about the tiebreaker for the end of the season. No, Maddie, like throwing a touchdown is different. If the Rams would have threw a touchdown with no time left, that's fine. Yeah, well, Rams and, plus seven. And, and I guess Dick, Dickie's done it with different yeah. things too. He's done it with yeah. field goals and all that. But <laughs> but my point is, there was yeah. a tiebreaker. There is a reason for it. There is no reason. No, here. it's your ninth oh, tiebreaker. No, I'll tell you the reason. It's the point spread. That's the reason. He had Rams plus seven. That must like, have been it. I that that is impossible. <laughs> if he if Matthew Stafford would have just threw the ball in the end zone at the last play, and there's like a pi, and they get yeah. another shot. Yeah, exactly. After the, fine, but they purposely watch. Go back and watch this video. 
They sprinted to get Brett Maher on the field to kick this mm-hmm. nothing field goal, which meant nothing. The ball is just floating through the uprights as time expires. It was the last play of the game, too. Yeah. You uh, cannot tell me that Sean McVay and the Rams, the world knew what was happening. And it was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? It is what it is. Yeah, you know, he's giving his shot out there. Um, yeah. And, for, and uh, this isn't fuel in the fire that when people go, ah, the NFL's fixed. It's all about the point <laughs> spread. Exhibit A yesterday between the Rams and the Niners. Because there's no way that wasn't done on purpose. I'm just trying to see if he acknowledged it in his press game conference. I don't think he because did. Because that feels like something that someone would have asked him about because, you know, it feels kind of relevant. Like you mentioned, that spread, it didn't That's move at all. the first thing I would have asked. It was seven and a half so or eight why points. why are you kicking a meaningless field goal to cover the point spread? You know, That's I, exactly I, what I did. Uh, you know, you know guys, had, I, I you wanted know, to... had a spider Z <laughs> banana on a comrade and... You know, I just wanted the guys to have a, a better, uh, you know, a, t- a closer margin of victory, margin of victory loss. You know, we played really hard, and I think you know, a touchdown guys, loss. I think both your guys, McVeigh's, need work. Yeah, it does. Um, hey. But I just, it's just one of those moments where you just sit back and you just have that thousand yard stare looking at the television, because how much money that costs people all over the world. That little play. Yeah, Patty had a perfect week because of that, didn't you? Didn't no, you need I, the backdoor cup? Oh, yeah, hey, you I had I, one push. Yeah, I yeah, did yeah. have the. I won. I would. I won the week with it, though. I would have went four and two. You would. Yeah, you would have went four and two. Yeah. Right. We'll do that later on. I would have been perfect if, uh, if if it wasn't for that. We'll talk about it later. If it wasn't yeah. for the spread, yeah. ridiculous. Well, Russell's bloody hail mary at the end. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knock the ball down too what are you doing so just knock it down <laughs> yeah i got heated watching that yesterday i have a question for you what were some of the things that you rode that worked and what were some of the things you rode that didn't uh i did like uh seattle that came through i thought mm-hmm. it was way too many points for the detroit city motor city lions and speaking of which i'm glad you asked me about this we all love dan campbell mm-hmm and when I watch Dan Campbell and some of the calls he makes, he's making the calls like the team is 0-16 and they have nothing to lose. Like, why are you risking so much? There was a fourth down play in, like, inside Seattle's 30. Just take the points and kick the field goal. You're not an 0-16 team mm-hmm. anymore. Stop taking so many risks. Be a little smarter out there. But isn't part of Dan Campbell how he runs the team and the fact that his players want to play with him because at sometimes he is almost recklessly okay, I, aggressive? I, I'm not saying don't be aggressive, and that, and that's what kind of what they want to be, but sometimes it just makes no sense. Yeah, but also it's Dan Campbell. Oh. Like I, I agree with you, and, and this is not the man who we're going to look at and say, what did the analytics say, and, and all of these types of things. This right. is a meat and potatoes my guy is better than your guy. I don't care if it's two yards and it's fourth down. I have full faith in my players that they're going to go out and do it. And frankly, they've put together a team that he actually can have faith in. Yeah. Um, and Tyler Lockett is just continues to be uh, a gem for the for the Seahawks. Uh, just got a text to 960, 960. What about the people that made money on it? That's not the point. Mm-hmm. That's not the point I'm, I'm making here. The point is the ball never should have been kicked. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say here. No, regardless like, of what side you were on, the situation the ball happens never should have happened. The situation happens every week, multiple times. But do you know what happens? The game ends. You know, if that was the NBA, they would have just held the ball and dribbled it in one spot and just left the ball on the yeah, court and started and like shaking up. hands. If with it like was seven the NHL, seconds left. <laughs> one of the players would have hung out behind the net, yeah. stick handled a little, bounced off the back of the net once or twice, maybe something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and then the goalie goes, goes and grabs his water and that's goes it. to the bench. And that's it. Game over. Yeah. But no, it comes to an end. Oh, and look at that. They cover the point spread. Interesting. Yeah, um, I like that. Uh, again, I bit. Uh, I bit never on the felt bears. good about that line the entire time that game was, was going. Much. I was like, oh, this is not going to. Uh, I bit on the bears again. Um, it's getting to the point where, um, yeah, I know the bears O line has some issues. They're so But bad. it's also Justin Fields, he needs to let go of the ball. He's the reason why he's getting sacked a lot. There was a couple of instances for sure. Like his pocket awareness is not as good as it needs to be. It's never good when you're getting outshone by um, Baker Mayfield. But I did think that that 
group did some things that were better. DJ Moore had over 100 yards. They targeted yep. him way more. I agree, though. This is a Browns team. Justin Fields is still finding his way. He's going to be a good quarterback. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Um, what I am sure is your Bengals are in trouble. But at the same time, they started 0-2 last season. Yeah, and then they got all the way to the AFC Championship well, game. But, tweaked again. But this Joe is, Burrow, was this. he got hurt. Is That calf is bothering him. You can see him missing a lot of time in camp. The offense just looks disjointed right now. The offensive line has never been great behind Joe Burrow to begin with. Mm-mm. It was but better last concerned? year than it was this year. Are for you sure. concerned? Yeah, I think so. The offense started to look way better in the second half. Like the first half was the same as week one. It was yeah. hard to watch. And then as soon as the offense starts to feel good, T. Higgins is getting involved, but maybe not so much Jamar Chase. And then Joe Burrow pulls up limping with that calf again. And it's like, oh, man, this is just not the way you wanted to start the season. You can start the season 0-2 by all means. Have at or you can come back. Not a problem. But the fact that you've also started 0-2 in division against the two teams that you expect to be chasing as this goes down. I don't know. Have you already locked yourself into a wild card spot? Those other two teams are already two wins ahead of you. So, yeah, not feeling great. Yeah. Um, Bills got right against the Raiders. They pounded uh, yeah. Las Vegas. But, like, the Chiefs, I mean, I, th- I think it was just a one. Like, when we're talking about AFC elites, when we're talking about them, like, yeah, the Bills won against Vegas. But the, the Chiefs, they didn't look all that great either against Jackson. Jacksonville. Jacksonville could have won. Jacksonville should have won that good. game. Well, the well, amount of times they shot themselves in the foot in the red zone. How about Jawan Taylor, hey? Yeah, we'll talk to uh, Charles Davis <laughs> about that game. But, yeah, I don't. I th- yeah, zero two. Like we know the stats. When you start zero two, your chances of making the playoffs they aren't that great. No, but uh, you know, like they got that zero two last year. They were they were two and three at a point. They were four and four. Then they rallied the eight straight to end the year. So it's still a good group. But Burrow's got to get right. He's got to get healthy. Yep. Guys never had a healthy training camp, so that's that's one thing I guess. He's always bounced back after not really playing in training camp. And the Jets need to go get a quarterback. Like now, but, but but at the same time, I was I was watching this game yesterday. You know how defensive players never win the MVP. Micah Parsons can win MVP. Oh that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like Micah Parsons yeah. is such a disruptor. The guy is such an incredible athlete, and you know the reason why he fell in the draft, Matty? Because he said he hated football. <laughs> that's why he fell. That that's why he fell to Dallas. Like the, he did in the first um, round. The Nikola Jokic type of thing where it's like, this is just my job. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to go home. Well, that used to be the like number one tennis home. player in the world, uh, Marcello Rios. Oh, who yeah. Who just said, I hate everybody in tennis and I hate the sport. And he was the number <laughs> one player in the world at the time. Yeah. He did say that. He goes, I'm That's... only playing this for money. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Um, Micah Parsons. At least is he's not lying incredible. to us. Like the live guys. Yeah, I'm <laughs> my son. Yeah. My son. And Bubba Watson said, My son had an Aces T in his room. Sure, he did, Bubba. Um, all right, we got lots to do, lots of NFL talk. Uh, we also got pretty sweet giveaway today. We're giving away tickets to the Heritage Classic, which goes down at the end of the next month in beautiful Edmonton at Commonwealth. And we got uh, movie tickets. Man, we got stuff to give you today. It's awesome. Um, tickets to Expendables 4. Is it? Is it still Expendables 4? Yeah. Expendables 4. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Expendables 4 giveaway. Uh, um, like the way the movie's spelled, it's like Expendables and the A's a four. Mm. No, that's that's clever. good. Mm-hmm. That's the good stuff, guys. Um, when are we gonna uh, <laughs> unleash? Do you want to unleash uh, the text topic now, or do you want to do it after the Rose Report? Well, I get him in now. O'clock. Get him in now. All right, so uh, we're gonna have Aaron Portsign joining us at uh, seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Covers the jackets for the Athletic. I'm sure Maddie has more on this in the Rose Report straight ahead. Uh, but we're asking you for the uh, first, we'll give away the Heritage Classic tickets. And I think we'll open the phone lines at 830. Okay. Because as you know, the rule on this show is if you take the time to call us, you have a better chance at winning tickets. It's not a guarantee, Mm-mm. but you have a better chance at winning tickets. So we're going to do um, the Heritage Classic tickets and the Expendables 4 tickets all in the 830. Yes. And we're asking you, it's story time on the big show this morning. Uh, give us a job that you worked uh, less than Mike Babcock with the Jackets. Uh, give us a story why you didn't stay with that particular job for a long time. Why were you there for a good time, not a long time? 960, 960, name and location. The job you worked uh, less time than Mike Babcock did as head coach 
of the Columbus Blue Jackets. 960-960, name and location. You make us laugh. We have some fun today. You can win some Heritage Classic tickets. Mm-hmm. You could be making, you could be booking your trip this morning after winning some tickets with oh. us. You'd be like, you know what I'm doing at the end of October? I'm going to Edmonton because I just won tickets off the big show. Damn right. Pretty that sweet, easy, baby. Um, yeah, give us a story. Uh, the job you worked in uh, less time than Mike Babcock was behind the bench of the Columbus Blue Jackets. 960-960, name and location. What do you got coming up in the Rose Report? Oh, we got all of week two. We got all the Jays. We have the Flames recap from Penticton. We'll get into all of it. It's uh, been a great weekend of sports, George. All right. Uh, we'll do that next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio, it's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan at the top of the hour. Kevin Barker, co-host of Blair and Barker on Sportsnet Television, the Sportsnet Radio Network, former Major League Baseball first baseman. Jays sweep the Red Sox, get a ton of help from the out-of-town scoreboard. Bam, back in a playoff spot. And Aaron Portsline, Blue Jackets writer for The Athletic, going to join us at 7.30. Uh, Mike Babcock, no longer the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, that's the topic today, or that's the uh, the question we're asking you uh, for your chance to win a pair of tickets to the 2023 NHL Heritage Classic in Edmonton between the Flames and Oilers at Commonwealth. These tickets are expensive. Um, they're not easy to get. Well, I'm pretty sure they're easy to get right now, but you got to pay you got to pay a lot of money to get them. And we're giving to you for free, and we're giving away Expendables four tickets. So two movie tickets, two tickets to the Heritage Classic. We're asking you. I worked as a blank shorter than Mike Babcock as head coach of the Blue Jackets. So we want to hear a story time for you. Some of these are already great. Rolling in 960, 960, name and location. you got to win. The only way you can win if you put your name and location. Uh, tell us the uh, the job you worked that was uh, shorter, a shorter period of time than Mike Babcock as the head coach of the Blue Jackets and why. You make us laugh, put a smile on our face, you got a good chance of winning the tickets. I think we'll even open up the phone lines at 830, which is always fun. 960, 960, name and location. But right now, it was a busy weekend in the sport, and for that, it's time for the Rose Report, and it's brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Blue. Matty Rose. Oh, good morning, friends. Welcome aboard. Thanks for taking the time. Hope you had a lovely weekend. Enjoyed the football, the baseball. Maybe you caught some of the Flames games on the YouTube. Oh, by the way, I should mention this too. If you did miss the Flames game against the Canucks, that's okay. They lost 7-1. But if you missed a game against the Oilers, much closer, ended in overtime, full broadcast up on the Flames YouTube page. Tight two hours, no problem. Ah, what it was the weekend. We'll start with those flames. Bing, bang, boom! It was the Penticton Young Stars Tournament. The Flames playing in their finale today at 11 a.m. On Friday, they got stomped 7-1 by the Canucks, but then Saturday, it was the Oilers, and it did need overtime. Moran, shot, deflected home! Adam Klapka, and the Flames win it in overtime, 4-3, with fittingly... A power play goal, the fifth of the night, and the second for Calgary, the difference. Jack Michaels on the call. You'll hear him on Sportsnet doing a lot of the Oilers broadcast. Brendan Parker was doing the color commentary. But yeah, the Flames get a win. Matt Coronado scored a bomb from the middle of the ice on a one-timer. Looked really nice to help to tie the game as well. Uh, they'll play the Jets today. We'll have that broadcast from Penticton. Uh, Pat and the lads will get on the air around 10 o'clock. They got a chat with Craig Conroy at mm. 10.30 this morning as training camp gets underway later this week. Uh, the one thing I've seen on the social media from uh, everybody down at that tournament is just the size of the Calgary Flames. They're and, big. Yeah, and that's good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Um, can't teach size, but always. Big boy. Yeah. Um, you, you look at how the Vegas Golden Knights just won the Stanley Cup. Uh, what do they say? They're a big, hulking team mm-hmm. that won the championship. I love it. Get these big dudes. Hanzik's a big man. Like, mm-hmm. just get the size for the Calgary Flames. 
good idea by management to, to, to draft all these gigantic guys. It's great to have Johnny Goudreau's, but it's also good to have dudes who are 6'3 and skate like the wind. Yeah, if you watched any Wranglers games last year, you know Adam Klapka's deal. He's big, 23, 24-year-old Czechia. Uh, is, uh, that might not be right, but I think it's from he's from Czechia. Um, he's like 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, why fights everybody. Do we have to call it Czechia. Yeah, like when I'm watching tennis from the Czech Republic. What's happening? Because no, I, I make... tennis is lagging. This is like a like, recent thing that Czechia no, has I asked I think internationally. We, they call it, in soccer, because... they call them Czechia as well. No, okay. Yeah. Because I know it's Turkia or Turkia. No? It's Turkia. Um, ESPN was just being. Hey, they're the Czech Republic. <laughs> That's just what they're doing. Right. Yeah, ESPN, clean it up. Other NHL news. You're fired. Yeah. Yeah, you're done. Uh, the Blue Jackets stayed in fire part ways with general manager Mike Babcock over the weekend. The NHL and NHLPA has gotten involved after Barstool Sports brought some uncomfortable situations from early team meetings in Columbus to light. Pascal Vincent takes over 52 years old. He's actually coached a ton, just not really much in the NHL. He'll be the new head coach of the Jackets. He was going to be the associate hmm. to Mike Babcock this season. Yeah, um, we talked about this all last week. Uh, it doesn't feel like a big story. And then all of a sudden, new information came to light. Some of the younger players were very uncomfortable with what Mike, ba- Mike Babcock was doing. Apparently, he was viewing some of these photos from their phones in his office. Clearly, there was more to this story than we heard of. And uh, we'll, we'll have Aaron Portsline coming up at 730. I'm sure he can fill us in on all of this but the uh the dancing on the grave of mike babcock yesterday on social media my goodness like, yeah it didn't take long hey no he hadn't even done no. anything like publicly yeah just... and just the joy of some people on social media that mike babcock loses his job is just all right we we get it you don't like the guy okay but the dancing of the graves was was a lot yeah. on social media don't be yesterday. a bad dude you maybe no. you'll keep your job 100 percent um, we'll That's talk to Aaron Portsline really. uh, coming up at 7.30. Get some more details about all of this. Um, it's safe to say that I don't think Mike Babcock ever works again in the NHL. <laughs> no. no. I don't know if he's I don't ever think coaching again. I don't think he'll ever coach again. Like, he was at the University of Saskatchewan for one year, and they didn't like him there either. So, And he was I, doing it for free. Yeah. Well, so I'm sure he was getting something, but essentially it was free compared yeah. to what the Leafs were paying him. Sure. Yeah, University parking yeah. expensive. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's a very good point by Panic. Had a uh, had a gift card to the store library. Yep, the, 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 <laughs> the U of S store. Buy himself a couple sweaters, some husky gear. Yeah. He, had to, he had to get the uh, <laughs> he had to get some textbooks that are yeah. really expensive. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars <laughs> well, for this book. Damn it! What? I only use it one year. Hey, listen, might need to go back to school now. Can might. I buy a used book here? Because this is a scam. Jays <laughs> right. and Red Sox. What a series this was. Started solid on Friday. Vladdy with an opportunity here. First and second and two out. The pitch. And Vladdy smokes another one. High and deep out to left center field. And it is gone. That was a lightning rod off the bat of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. A three-run home run for Vladdy. His 23rd of the season. Three-run shot in the bottom of the third, and that's all the scoring all game long. 3-0 the final score. Jose Barrios stuck, struck out eight over seven innings of no-hit ball, giving up five hits. That good play continued to Saturday. For this one, though, they needed some extra innings. Witt trying to deliver the winner. Ground ball. Tough play at third. Devers charges in. He's got it. Doesn't have a play. And the Blue Jays win it! The Blue Jays win it! Witt had just enough contact to dribble it towards third. Devers didn't have a play. Vladdy comes across, and the Blue Jays get their lucky number at 13. A 4-3 walk-off for Toronto. He's talking about the 13th inning for one of yes. the bottom of the 13th. Big hit, Witt. How about that? Comes through with the single to score Vladdy in the extras. Vladdy was two for three with three walks in that game. Chad Green got the win. Great showing for the bullpen after Bassett went seven innings, so they had a chance to sweep on Sunday. Rafael Devers hit a solo shot top of the ninth, tied the game at two. It would be one of the veterans off the injured list into the fray, helping the Jays earn the sweep. Whitlock ready in the 2-2. Chapman hits it. High and deep. Straight away center field. Abreu at the wall, leaps into the air. He can't make the catch. Now we're off to the races. Vigio's coming to the plate. He's going to score. Chapman 
with an RBI triple that banks up the center field wall. Brings home Kevin Biggio. The Blue Jays walk it off on consecutive days. Get the brooms out, bud. I think it was Abreu who went hard in the wall trying to make the grab there. Do you just stay down when you miss that one? Like, even if yeah. you're not that hurt, you just like... I'm just looking up in the sky. Ham it up a little bit. Yeah. No. I, oh, shoulder. Oh, I really went for that one. Oh, really got me. Oh, <laughs> ooh, I tried though, boys. Sorry. Oh, someone come help me. We still doing an outfield hug. Oh, <laughs> it's over. Big sweep, George. Uh, huge sweep. Um, want to talk to? I want to talk to Barker about Kevin Biggio. Last 15 games. Oh, he's got dynamite. Yeah, he's hitting 310 with a 415 on base. Figured it out. Well, I, I guess like yeah. he was a guy that heading into the season, you're like, this guy's just going to be a bench player for his major league baseball career. But yep. He's playing so well, you're like, you got to put this guy in the lineup right now. Yeah, no, the Chapman's back, of, right? There's a lot of why is Biggio playing over David Schneider, but mm -hmm. it's like um, Biggio continues to get it done, and he's got a very good eye at the plate. Babes, you could have a bat to have off the out of the bench too, right? And and it's funny how like. Heading into that series against the Red Sox, we're like, wow, what a must win. They got to play the American League East. The Red Sox always a thorn in their side. Uh, Joey Cora loves to beat the, the Blue Jays. It's your division foe. It's going to be a tough series. Boom, they wax them. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, they get all this help in the out-of-town scoreboard. Blue Jays in the playoff spot this morning. The Jays lost the first seven games to the Red Sox this season, mm -hmm. and they have now beat them in six straight games this season. Good Let's timing. take a quick look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Uh, Jays are off today. They visit the Yankees for a three-gamer starting Tuesday. The Rangers face the Red Sox. First game goes at 6.05 from Arlington. You can watch that on Sportsnet West tonight. Mariners visit the A's. That's at 7.40. That'll also be on Sportsnet 1. And the Astros are hosting the Orioles. They play at 6.10. The Astros still top team in the AL West. They are a game and a half ahead of Texas and two and a half games ahead of Seattle. Texas and Seattle both getting swept over the weekend, losing three straight Ooh. each. Now the Jays just have the Yankees and Rays the rest of the way. Jays are a half game up on Texas. Toronto in the second wildcard spot. Tampa actually clinched a playoff spot over there the weekend as well. And uh, Seattle on the outside looking in. They are one game back of Texas. Let's get to week two of the NFL season. What a fun Sunday it was. Uh, let's start here. Josh Allen completed his first 13 passes after four turnovers in their loss in week one in prime time. He was 31 for 37, 274 yards and three touchdowns as his Bills crushed the Raiders. Their offense had three turnovers, including two interceptions from Jimmy G. Both teams are now one and one, George. After a huge win for the Bills. Yeah, uh, they look good. It was a get-right spot for the Buffalo Bills. Even after uh, the Raiders went up early, you're like, mm -hmm. okay, maybe this is the game. No, Josh Allen, the Bills. And uh, James Cook uh, had a monster game for Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Good mix, pounding the football, catching passes out of the backfield. Stephon Diggs wasn't yelling at Josh Allen on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. That was a big plus for the yeah, Bills they got, yesterday. They got a touchdown from Gabe Davis, uh, uh, Shakir Ooh, as they well. They need a lot from. Uh, mm -hmm. the Kincaid and Knox are great tight ends. They get that running game going. It's going to be all right in Buffalo. Josh Allen he needs to slide a little bit more. I know his former college teammate Epps there could have slammed him down, but he didn't. So just take care of your body, Josh. Uh, commanders and Broncos. Russ Wilson got Denver out to a big lead in this one, but the Commanders came all the way back. First and 10 for Washington. They're at the Denver 30. Hal steps up, taking a shot towards the end zone to Terry McLaurin. Did he pull it in? Yes! Touchdown! Touchdown, Washington! The first of the season for the captain. Yeah, that was for scary Terry McFl McFl McFlurin. <laughs> McFlurry. Scary Terry McFlurry. Mm, your boy's hungry right now. I love some Oreo in my McFlurry. <laughs> Sam Howell and Brian Robinson led the way for Washington. That's a score big <laughs> score mix. Damn it. Score mix. Oh, shoot. You know what I missed? They that don't ain't use, going anywhere. Do they, still, they don't use the spoon to yep. mix it with. Yeah, they do. They stick it into a thing. Yeah, and they, they still like, do that in Alberta. Yeah, yeah. 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 What do you mean in Alberta? We've always done that here. No, in Ontario, we have to use a stupid wooden spoon now. What the hell? What? No, they have like a machine. Yes! I guess they are getting rid of they single-use plastic. We so. No, yeah, but then they leave the the spoon they use to stir it in your in your in your McFlurry, right? Yeah, and that spoon attaches to a little device. Right. And then that spoon shakes. In it. Ontario? No, sir. What the hell? What's happening? Uh anyways, uh, Russ Wilson in the Broncos Delicious threw a late McFlurry. touchdown. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> it was a crazy Hail hey Mary touchdown as time ran out, but then they couldn't convert yeah, the two-point. They two get, point. couldn't get the two-point convert. Uh, Broncos still cover, though. Canadian Benjamin <laughs> – stop it. Canadian Benjamin Shane Juice uh, broke up that pass, maybe getting away with a little bit of a hold there, too. But the Commanders are 2-0. and oh. And the Broncos are, Broncos are now 0-2. Oh, boy. 2011 was the last time Washington was 2-0 to start a year. Really? Yeah. New owners. You know what? Uh, Montez Sweat. And, that D-line? Uh, oh, no. It's oh, one of the best Chase in Young. Football. Chase oh. Young looked good yesterday, too. Yeah. Uh, Ravens beat the Bengals. This, another Ooh. AFC North matchup. Bengals offense did nothing until the second half. It was too little, too late. And on top of that, Joe Burrow has re-aggravated his calf injury. Oh, no. 27-24, the final score here. The Bengals fall to 0-2. The Ravens are 2-0. T. Higgins was much better than week one, where he put up a bagel. He caught eight passes for 89 yards and two tutties. Chiefs, Jaguars, this one, not the Mona Lisa, more of like a macaroni painting that has far too much hot glue on it. But the Chiefs were able to get a couple of touchdowns and one to their superstar. Snap back to Mahomes, rolls to his right side. Now throws it for Kelsey, wide open in the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. The 47th time that Patrick Mahomes has found Travis Kelsey in the sweet nectar of the end zone. That's an all-time Kansas City Chiefs record quarterback to a pass catcher. Yes, sir. I love that. It's Tra weird and... It just makes me feel a little weird when he says something like that. Yeah, it's it, it makes you feel... Oh, like, that's uh, sweet nectar Yeah, in the end zone. that's... Mm, yeah, you made it so much more uncomfortable than it already was. But thanks for that. Ooh, that McFlurn is so sweet. Uh, like there, the sweet nectar of the end zone. <laughs> also, like Travis Kelsey might be dating Taylor Swift. So I and Eagle mix this in on the TV broadcast. Kelsey finds a blank space for the score. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. He was sitting on that one. He was. Oh, we had that thing holstered. <laughs> Bang. Uh, yes. For, uh, former Jag, Jawan Taylor, who was the talk of the town after that week one game, uh, benched. Took five penalties. <laughs> um, Charles Davis uh, joining us at 8 o'clock. Uh, he was the analyst for that Chiefs game. Uh, we have to ask him, what was his reaction when he heard <laughs> Inigo say blank space? Did he get it right away? Did he smirk? Yeah. I bet he smirked. I bet he smirked. Did he see Taylor? Was she there? I don't know where is she. Haley right sent me a picture. I don't know. I'll the find out. The better half showed me a picture. She was like, "Did you see that Taylor was at the game with Travis?" And it was like a picture of Taylor Swift like walking off a plane with Travis. And I was like, "No, she wouldn't be on their plane." Yeah, no, that's not Dude. how that works. No. no, 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 lady friends allowed. Uh, in overtime, the Titans broke an eight-game losing streak dating back to November seventeenth last season. At one point, the Chargers had more points than the Titans had yards. <laughs> It was 11 points for the Chargers. The Titans had eight yards, but they rallied. Nick Folk hit his 12th game winner in his career, 16-year vet. Uh, the Chargers now 0-2. Titans are 1-1. Wow. Falcons Chargers get a Charger. Yeah, 0-2 yeah, oh Chargers, 0-2 Vikings in week three. Yep. Woo! Jordan Love threw three touchdowns. Wasn't enough to get past Ugh. Desmond Ritter and Bijan Robinson. Robinson was outstanding. 124 yards on 19 carries, including a key fourth down conversion to set up the game-winning field goal. The Falcons' defense came up huge, too. They didn't allow a first down on the final three Green Bay drives. The Packers are 1-1, one and, one, and the Falcons are also 2-0. and all. Something I want to ask Charles Davis, mm. Patty. Which team do you believe in more in the NFC South, the Bucks or the Falcons? Mm, good question. Thank you. Seahawks and Lions. Detroit jumped out to a first half 14-7 lead, but Geno Smith and the Hawks came storming back. They needed overtime. Three wide receivers in the game. Geno is looking, looking. Now he throws far time. It's Lockett. Does he reach the ball across? He does. Yeah. It's over, yes. baby. Touchdown, Seahawks. Geno Smith hits Tyler Lockett for his second touchdown of the game on the opening drive of overtime to complete the comeback. Both teams now 1-1. One one. Good showing for Seattle after they got crushed by the Rams in Week 1. The Seahawks picked off Jared Goff for a key pick six late. It was Goff's first interception in 383 pass attempts. Mm. That's only 30 shy of Aaron Rodgers' record and only 16 back of Tom Brady's record back when he was a Buccaneer. Colts, Texans, Anthony Richardson ran in a couple of touchdowns, but then he got a concussion. Uh, Just a good. week after Trevor Lawrence, after the game, went up to him and was like, hey, man, you got to protect yourself. Yeah. Uh, hit, hit the turf as he was running in his second. In the end, the Colts were still able to win 31-20. to Gardner Minshew came in, able to hold off C.J. Stroud and the Texans. What you love to see for the Colts. Um, 
You, you want me to talk about that game? No, I, I watched a little bit of it. No, that's okay. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll skate. Great day for the Cardinals, blowing that lead against the Giants and the Texans losing again. Yeah. The draft picks <laughs> looking better and better every week. Oh, yeah. Two teams. Plans come together. Let Baker bake. Baker Mayfield, 26 for 34, 317 yards and a uh, touchdown. Um, Bears are bad, man. They yeah. sure are. They suck. Like Justin Fields, I don't know, man. No, like, here's the thing. And Bears so, Twitter was hyping them up all offseason. Yeah. I love to see it. DJ Moore was good in the first half. Eh. Justin Fields got the Bears within three points late. Yeah, and, but then a crippling they... interception. Mm. Fields takes the snap out of the gun. Looks up field. Throws the ball up field. It is intercepted. It's intercepted. Yeah. Picked off by Shaq Barrett at the one. He's in for a touchdown. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that comment. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. <laughs> The Bears lost their two safeties, their starting safeties on back-to-back plays in the first quarter. That does not help the effort. Well, it's not like Baker picked them apart. Actually, Mike Evans had a monster game. Yeah, pay him. Baker was 26 for 34 for 317 yards and a touchdown. He had a pretty good day. First time time he's 2-0. Time to bake. Let Baker bake. Yeah, no, uh, Justin Fields holds onto the ball way too long. This Mm -hmm. is a Justin Fields problem, too. Something we can ask Charles Davis about. He'll grow. He's got the raw talent. Are you sure? I think so. Are you sure? I think so. I think he'd look really good in the CFL. He needs a head coach. Anyway, he's got a terrible line. Uh, Giants came from behind, tied a franchise record for biggest comeback in 99-year franchise history. How about this? Dobbs is back. He sets. Now he's going to heave one deep down the right sideline. The ball is up in the air, and the ball is knocked down and incomplete. Batted away by Adoree Jackson, and the Giants have done it. They trail 20 to nothing at the half. 28 to 7 early in the third quarter. They complete history. 31 28. They come back Unreal. and they beat the Cardinals. Saquon Barkley did get hurt late mm. as well. Got oh, tangled no. up. Yeah. No update post game, but that did not well, look good. Uh, there was an update. Um, the x rays were negative. Yeah. He doesn't have a broken ankle, but he's going to have an MRI today, according to Adam Schefter. Hopefully, it's not uh, a high ankle sprain, which it might be, and he could be out for a while. Pick up Matt Breida. Yeah. Shout out to the Rams. Surprised a lot of people by beating the Seahawks oh in week goodness. one. Surprised some more by being tied at 17 with the Niners after the first half Sunday. A couple late turnovers for the 49ers defense. Matt Stafford, a couple of late interceptions. Christian McCaffrey was outstanding. And then Sean McVay kicked a field goal when you didn't need to. 30 to 23, the final Rams backdoor cover. There should be an invest. I'm not. <laughs> there should be an investigation. Throw him right game. in prison. Like I. There's no reason why they kicked that field goal outside of the, the Niners closed at seven and a half point favor. There's no reason to kick that field goal. Absolutely none. They should have dribbled out the clock and just shook hands and ran across the field. If they <laughs> should have been jogging over to Kyle Shanahan before that play even happened because the game was over. You're down 10 points with no timeouts left. You had zero chance to win that game. So what does he do? They quickly line up to kick a meaningless field goal from 38 yards out. To cover the point spread. Investigate this. You're investigating players who are betting on Russian ping pong on their phones and are getting suspended. (laughs) But when something as blatant as that happens, "Ah, it's fine. Don't do it in the facility, George. Okay. Was it yeah, the guy who tapes up the guy's <laughs> ankle is putting a little cheddar down, and he's gonna get he's gonna get thrown in jail. But when you see something as blatant as that on the NFL field, that's fine. We're practicing it. Okay. Were they betting on Russian tennis? Is that nah, a fact, or was that oh, okay? True. They're betting on their own team. That, was, <laughs> that would have been a fun fact. They're betting on marbles like they were during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Marbles Marble and Russian racing. table tennis, right in my veins, baby. <laughs> Hey, Cowboys defense relentless again. Garrett Wilson scored a long touchdown, but apart from that, Zach Wilson and the Jets couldn't do squat. Wilson had three picks. Cook lost a fumble. Micah Parsons had two sacks, three tackles for loss. The boy was on the prowl. Dak, 31 for 38, 255 yards, two touchdowns. Only got sacked once. The defense was the star of the show. 30 to 20, the Cowboys win. Uh, Micah Parsons is just an absolute terror right now. Already the early favorite of his defensive player of the year. He looks fantastic. That Dallas defense is legit. Again, I'm just worried about Dak. So far, so good. I'm just not sure. The offense looks okay. It's fine. Brandon Cooks didn't play yesterday. He's banged up, but I got to see more from Dak because... Can I put the Cowboys in the best team in the NFC conversation? Not yet, but Micah Parsons right now, the MVP through two weeks of the season. Yeah.
Sunday Niner Dolphins are now 2-0 while well, the Patriots are 0-2. Raheem Mostert was saying to the Dolphins brass, we don't need Jonathan Taylor. Mostert the running back. Waddle flat to the right. They give it to Mostert. Mostert, big hole for the middle. 30, 20, 10, touchdown Miami. That was a 43-yard touchdown run. He was untouched. 18 carries, 121 yards, and two touchdowns. Tonight, two games to close out the week, George. Panthers host the Saints. It's a 5-15 start. But it's 6-15. It is the Browns and the Steelers. That one from Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand why we're having two games today. I know one's on ESPN. We're doing it again next week, too. Well, I like it. I like yeah. the doubleheader of football. I'm, I'm into it. But like, they're at the same football. time? Put it in my vi- One's at Hour seven, apart. one's at eight. Yeah. No, one's at 5-15 and one's at 6-15. Okay, they start an hour apart. Sorry, my, my Mountain bad. time. Mountain time. Sorry. Uh, it's just oh. part of the new TV deal with ESPN. ESPN's going to be getting more. They're going to be getting a Super Bowl once this next well, because uh, TV Because it's going to be on ABC. Because they can throw it on ABC. ESPN yep. wants more of this stuff. So give it to yeah, them. My bad. Sorry. 5-15, 6-15. Stamps were off. Cheers and beers. Cheers and beers. They were uh, back to practice tomorrow ahead of their Saturday afternoon game at McMahon against Cody Fajardo and the Alouettes. Those Alouettes lost to the Argos 23-20 over the weekend. Also saw the Elks beat the Riders, Ticats beat the Bombers, and the Lions just sneak by the Red Blacks. Still some surprising results. Stamps are 4-9, and nine, Rough Riders 6-7, and seven, Elks 4-10. and ten. Uh, In golf. Swing through the ball and wherever we try to go find it. That would probably be the best, <laughs> I, best idea for me. It was the Fortnite Championship, first of the fall FedEx circuit for the PGA. Sahid Tikala beat S.H. Kim in a playoff. Four under Silverado Resort and Spa in Napa is where this one was played. Napa. Napa? Napa. Napa. The Napa. The Napa Valley. Napa Valley. Napa Valley. They're, they're known for their McFlurins. McFlurins. <laughs> Napa Valley. Justin Thomas was four strokes back, uh, <laughs> tied for fifth. First one on the tour for the 25-year-old at Tigala at the Davis Cup. Canada won. They swept their pool. They're on to the knockout stage in mid to late November. And just a couple local notes here. Uh, Cavalry, Patty, you were there Saturday. Sure Beautiful was. day. Oh my, my goodness. God, yeah. They were taking on the expansion team, Vancouver. What'd you see? Uh, more domination from Cavs. Uh, they got a, go- a penalty goal there from Meyer Bevan in the first half. Uh, held on. Vancouver kept it kept in there, but then they got an own goal uh, midway through the second half. Vancouver kind of pulled one back late, but they held on 2-1. Three points was key. Bad side. Pacific did win yesterday, so they couldn't. So they're going to have to get some help this coming weekend. Win over York and a Pacific draw or loss against Forge on Saturday. And uh, Cavalry will be clinching first overall uh, in the CBL table, and that's wow. uh, that's a Champions League spot. That's exciting. Also, the AJHL season is underway. The Okotoks Oilers are 2-0. and They beat the Canmore Eagles twice, 5-1 in the Ronkies, then an overtime win at home. The Canucks, the Calgary Canucks are 0-1-1. They lost to the Bobcats in Lloyd in overtime, and then they were shut out by Bonneville 5-0. Also, the WHL wrapped up their preseason. The Hitmen open up their season Friday against Brandon yeah, at home. Do. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, terrific stuff. The Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. So gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Kevin Barker straight ahead from Blair and Barker. And Aaron Portsline, who covers the jackets for the Athletic. All straight ahead in the 7 o'clock hour. And uh, your chance to uh, win some tickets coming up later on in the show to the Heritage Classic and some movie tickets to Expendables 4. It's all straight ahead. It's the big show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.